It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river. 23rd Avenue. Get up to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. Uh, not a lot has happened since we talked to you guys on uh, last Tuesday's show, but uh, one big thing is that Dirk has made it back to the great states. Welcome back, my friend. Oh, thank you. It was uh, quite a five-day ordeal, and we'll find out tomorrow after my blood test if there's any damage from running out of medication. Man, that is, uh, when you were talking about that, almost everybody I was talking about getting delayed, they said, what about his kidneys? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he's just got to kind of wait. I mean, I, I know you told me the story at Quaker Steak. You you fought with United. You fought with the local people just trying to get home and trying to get meds so that your kidneys would be fine. But Well, and I didn't realize, I mean, obviously I'd never been anywhere like that before, but I did find their big main hospital there in Mamilla carried the med, but they didn't carry as small a dose as I take. I didn't realize it was an odd deal to take just a half milligram of this deal, and they didn't have any way to to cut the pills, so I had debated whether to go ahead and buy a few of the stronger pills and just take one a day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I knew my system would be shocked, you know, by taking a larger dose like that, because they explained to me two years ago when I had the transplant and everything that the key to their medications for suppressing your immune system is just a steady flow yeah you don't want a roller coaster so i opted to quit taking two doses a day i took one dose a day for three days and then what would have been the fourth day was when i landed in the plane and my good friend dave wilson took care of me he'd run over to uncmc and got my meds and picked me up at the airport and i jumped in the truck and he handed me the bottle and i took a pill <laughs> and you ran over to Quaker Steak. <laughs> yep. Well, I had to run home and get my car, but then, oh. yeah, I ran over to Quaker Steak and and uh, took another pill last night, took one this morning when I got up, so I'm back on my routine. I'll be taking one here in about three hours tonight, and uh, I got my blood test tomorrow morning, and we'll see what kind of protection I had. Uh, I didn't bother calling any doctors today or anything because I really don't think one day of having a blood test today compared to tomorrow. And I know the labs aren't even up today because it's hot. Yeah, it's President's Day, yeah. Yeah, the lab will be a mess tomorrow morning, so I'm going to go a little earlier than I normally would. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh, It's a brutal flight, you know, being in and out of the airports and in planes for 40 hours type deal. It is brutal. Yeah. It was very hot over there, very humid. Yeah. Said the average temp in like January and February, 77 degrees converted off their Celsius scale. Uh, But I don't think it was below 80 except for a couple nights I was there. It was approaching almost 90 every day with 75 and above humidity. I mean, I was across the street from a bay, you know, with big ocean liners and stuff in it. So, yeah, uh, but a learning experience, uh, seeing how poor the country is. Um, you know, you can tell somebody, but you, I had people tell me, but until I went there, I just didn't understand it. Yeah. 
kids that are six years old that speak English better than most Americans, and they're there begging for money outside of a Seven Eleven. Yep. You know, so they can get something to eat. Yeah, we had uh, when we were in Germany, uh, we we were taking a train. I want to say it was our train from Berlin to Krakow, Poland, and we went by. I've always heard the term shanty town. Never had a clue. I mean, this was literally sheets of tin zip tied together was people's houses. And there was entire villages of people. That's just how they lived. Oh, Manila's like that when you get away from certain areas. I mean, I was right by the American embassy, which seemed like to me it would be a little safer area and it was a little cleaner. Mm -hmm. But when you got off the beaten path a little bit, that's how these people lived. There were people basically living with tin tied up between trees and stuff off boulevards. You know, I mean, and it reminded me of pictures I've seen from San Francisco and stuff like that. But uh, when I went to go to the airport the other night, we left at 530. So it's still light out. And this young, young girl, I don't know if she was 12 or 14 years old, but she's carrying like a one, one and a half year old baby knocking on the cab window for money. Hmm. Well, and like I said, I've talked to enough of the ladies over there that, you know, hey, I'm 40 years old and I got seven kids. You ever been married? No. Nope. Then why do you have seven kids? <laughs> you know? And I know damn well since I was just there for 30 days, they got condoms. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's that's just was one of the things that really shocked me. That's yeah. all. All right. Uh, I think it's uh, probably a little overdue. We should say a big thank you to everybody that came out to Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday for the Daytona 500 party. Uh, that was great to see the place packed. I think everyone had a good time. Uh, I apologize to those that um, were looking for a little more prize hand- like prize giveaways like we typically do. I was kind of figuring I would do that. And then on uh, Friday night when I got through the prize vault, sending out all the prizes for the 2022 Pick'ems Contest, uh, we didn't have much left. So, I mean, we we probably got like 15 or 18 hero cards left. So I decided to not do giveaways on Sunday. Instead, just kind of hang out and enjoy the race. And so hopefully over the race season this year, I've got a plan in place that we'll be able to get more hero cards, you know, flowing back into the company or back into the prize vault. And we'll be able to bolster that back up. So we'll be able to do that for the Phoenix viewing party coming up later this year in November. Yeah, well, the, the pandemic messed all that up. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. For a couple of years, there were no hero cards, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody could go into the garage area, into the pits or anything. And now, the, the, I don't know if they just limit what they put out there because of Kansas last year, there was a lot of teams didn't even have it. Right, yeah. And that's you know, what a I couple of they, them told me. I, I messaged them ahead of time and said, would you be able to help us out? And they said, we'd love to, but we don't have any hero cards. We can't get card stock to be able to print them. Well, I don't think that's as much of a deal, to be honest with you. I'm, you know, they're businesses. Yeah, They lived without them for two years. That's probably an expense that they just kicked to the curb. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to think of something different, but we're, we're going to work on that. And uh, I, I'm trying to find a sponsor to be able to, uh, to, be able to pay for shipping hero cards that we have. Because I got a huge stack of hero cards from the Kroger's always collect them for us. Uh, Brian and Shala always collect them for us. And then we collect our own uh, of those drivers that, that have them out when we're at the racetrack. So we've got a big stack of hero cards. I just got to get them signed. So I'm trying to find a sponsor to be able to pay for the shipping 
to North Carolina so that they can go to the race teams. They can have the drivers safely signed, a couple of them for us, and then the self-addressed stamp uh, envelope to head back. So we just got to get all that last stuff lined up, which should be easy. I just got to get my button gear to do it. Yeah, well, finding a sponsor to do anything isn't exactly easy right yeah. now. But, uh, uh, and again, yeah. big thank you to everybody that came out. Um, I think that we we did a really good job packing that place, and that's you know that's the kind of stuff that Quaker State keeps coming back for. We got a great relationship with those guys, and Chris was very happy with us and always has been. We always try to take good care of him with the live interviews on Monday nights or Tuesday nights when we're doing those in the off season, and then the parties and just going down and hanging out and having a good time. And so we, you know, kind of, we worked that relationship really well. And, and uh, Sunday it, it paid off really well because all of you great fans came out and hung out with us and we had a great time talking with everybody. Well, he does, de- he deserves something for his advertising. You know, yeah. I mean, yep. we could sit here and say his name three times on the radio show, but to actually bring him income yeah. is a whole other ballgame. And that's what I tell drivers. I might get off on a little bit of a tangent here, but drivers often, you know, we'll get into conversations about how you take care of your sponsors because they approach me all the time for the computer company. And guys like Stu Snyder will always have my business. I can't give him a lot of money because I don't have a lot of it, but he's always going to get my business because Stu posts about me. He talks about me and, and he always brings me business. That's the key. Just throwing a name on the side of the car. <laughs> That's that's bonus in these days. You got to find ways to directly tie them making money off of you. And if that means that you've got a sponsor like a restaurant or a bar, go do an appearance. Pick a Saturday, pick a Friday, pick a Wednesday, pick a Sunday. Go do an appearance and then do the legwork. Message all of your friends. Hey, I'm going to be out at my sponsor's bar. Please come out and uh, get a beer or two. And you're going to find a, a, a sponsor for a long time. Do those a couple of times a year and you're set. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Uh, so again, big thank you to everybody that came out to Quaker Steak and Lube. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. And uh, congratulations to uh, Curtis Kroger on winning the 2022 championship. Uh, I've got another trophy that is now sitting in my basement because <laughs> I spelled his name wrong. So I got to get the, the plaque fixed and we got to get Jeff from 2021, his plaque or his uh, his trophy and uh, i think i spelled that one right hopefully that's okay you saw that one right uh no i haven't seen it yet but i might have uh a trip to kansas city coming up here maybe in the next few weekends i just found out today i've got a uh a close cousin it was close when we were younger he's like a year younger than me um that has been that still lives in new zealand hmm. And he has for, God, I don't know how many years. Uh, he did like six years in the Navy. And when he got out of the Navy, he went to kind of take a, he was, his plan was to go around the world. Then he got to New Zealand and never left. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd been married over there and the whole bit. But uh, evidently, he switched jobs. He'd been running a nuclear power plant in New Zealand, but has somehow gone to work for Kiwit. Hmm. Is making oodles of money. And is doing a project in Kansas City. Oh, cool. So you're going to go see him? Uh, well, I just found out today. So here in the next day or two, I'll hit him up on Messenger. And uh, yeah, I might drive down to Kansas City for a weekend and uh, hang out. And if that does happen, I will definitely take Jeff his trophy. Fantastic. If that doesn't happen, I can always take it down when Sarah and I go down 
we're trying to plan a weekend where we can go down and uh, I got to test drive that Rivian truck that I pre I put my name in for. So one of those one of these weekends, man, race season is just around the corner. And I keep thinking, oh, I'll get I'll get to it next weekend. And uh, what Beatrice races in a couple of weeks, I think three weeks. Sorry, did you say something to kind of cut out there? Oh, yeah, I, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, the Beatrice yeah. race is coming up. All right. Well, let's talk about Daytona. Good race. We had a couple of big ones, a couple of wrecks. Drivers that uh, kind of were contenders for a little bit fell back. You know, the typical comers and goers of the play, of the real contenders, drivers that, that this race kind of hurt them. You know, Chase Elliott finished 38th. He ended up walking away with one point on the day. Uh, Chase Briscoe, 35th. William Byron, 34th. Jimmy Johnson was up there for a little while, and I think he was involved in an accident late in the race. Uh, actually, there's quite a few guys that were involved in an accident late in that race. I think all the way up until... 18th at least 18th were uh involved in an accident and at least one lap down but ricky stenhouse jr gets the win joey logano just a little bit short followed by christopher bell chris busher and alex bowman i ended up taking uh chase or austin Cindric, who that looked like a smart pick for a little bit and then he was collected in one of the in, i think in the last accident but ended up with 20 points on the day and who'd you say you took ryan priest Ryan Priest, I think he led for a little bit, didn't he? Yep, he led for a little bit after the first stage and ran second in the first stage. Uh, he didn't get anything in the second stage, so I'm going to say he was probably in the 15 to 20 point bracket, I think. 10. That's it? He only got 10 points, ended up finishing 36th on the day, completing 181 laps. Well, he should have got a point for finishing. Okay, one for okay, that's right. I thought he was a little higher up. I thought because he went out on the crash with only 19 laps to go. So there was still a lot of cars left then. Yeah. Yeah. He was, so there, there's kind of a break there. Eric Jones was 37th, only completed 118 laps. And then priest finished 181 Briscoe finished right in front of priest finished 182. Then you got a couple of cars in the two Oh two area, the two Oh three area, uh, two tens. And then, Everybody else completed the race, and that was 17th on back at 212 total laps. Yeah, I just thought I figured there were a few more cars out, but I guess there wasn't. So, yeah, and he was running fifth. He was the one that got taken out. He was the first car to get hit in that lap 19 crash. Yeah, with 19 to go. So, but stuff uh, like the other guys that ended up at 182 laps, like Briscoe, he must have been able to limp back and cross the start finish line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. ended up getting the win for uh, JTG Doherty Racing. Kind of a Cinderella story there, but um, not their first Cup Series win. I, b- I believe Ricky has won for them be- before. Uh, well, he's got three total wins, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's won for them once, and I think one of his others was for Roush. Uh, he raced for Roush? I thought he raced for Penske. No, he was with Roush. He came up with Roush through uh, the back then Nationwide Series. Oh, that's right. He raced the 17 car for a long time. Yep. He was the car that Carl Edwards hit in the Xfinity, well, the Nationwide race over at Iowa Speedway when he blew up coming to the start-finish line, and then Carl ran into his oil and couldn't turn to go around him. And so <laughs> pushing Stenhouse, he drilled him in the in the butt and pushed yeah. him across the line. I'm trying to look through his career stats to see where else he would have won. So, no, he has. I don't believe he has won before with JTG Doherty Racing. 
I know his first win was at Roush. I think it was in 17, and we interviewed him yeah. the very next week at Kansas Speedway, and we couldn't ask him about Danik. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so good win for those guys. Really happy for, for JTG Doherty Racing. And, um, you know, it kind of stinks that it, it finished under caution, but them's the breaks. That's what happens. Dale Earnhardt Sr. won his biggest race under caution, right? I do not remember about what that 98 Daytona 500, if that was under caution or not. That I do not remember. I seem to think it was, but I could very well be wrong. Don't have a lot of news and notes other than that. So we head to Auto Club Speedway for the final time this Sunday. Coverage is on Fox starting at 2.30 Eastern time. If you didn't get signed up for the Rick Haven Ridge Pickens contest, you can still do so. Look at it this way. Yeah, you're a race behind. But you're only one point behind Dirk. Or no, nine points, but 10 points behind Dirk, right? Yeah, you said you got 10. Am I, am I in last place? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, huh? No, no. There's quite a, there, there was actually, no, you are, let's see, you're 64th. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the rest of the people didn't enter. <laughs> there was uh, one, two, three, four, five. There's like seven people behind you that had worse picks or tied, but you know. That's it's early. Here's what I'm saying. You're one race down. Granted, now you got 25 races to make the playoffs, but you don't have to worry about Daytona this time, the 500, because that's that's a really tricky race to to pick for. So if you want to get signed up, you can always find the information on our Facebook page. I did get a message from the um, NASCAR pools online administrators that they were getting reports or having some issues. And then I was trying to help a couple of guys out, which I need to work on. Uh, tonight or tomorrow night, helping them get signed up. They couldn't get their entry created. It said that it was created and they went to go log in and it said username cannot be found. So uh, I'm going to work with the administration, get that solved, and then we'll we'll move forward with that. But um, yeah, get into the Pickums contest. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you can win some great prizes as long as you know we get our butts in gears and get some cool things out there. Yeah, and then you can laugh at me and Dan when you beat us. <laughs> exactly. All right, coming up in turn number two, we're going to sit down with Anthony Roth. This was a fun interview. Uh, Anthony is one of those great drivers around the area driving the 60, the fourth modified. And uh, he's got some big news of some plans he's going to be doing. So make sure to listen. Coming up in turn number two, we'll be right back on the front stretch. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the PubCast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Tailored Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's going to run faster, cooler, and the battery's going to last longer on laptops. 
Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch, rolling into turn number two, doing live interviews at the Racers Swap Meet in Columbus, Nebraska. Those of you that are listening to this on the front stretch podcast, you guys are a little bit late once again. We talked about it last year. You got to be on the Facebook page. You got to stay up to date. You got to know when this Racers Swap Meet is. And if you're a driver that wanted to be involved in this, all you got to do is come out, sit down with us like Anthony Roth has done. Uh, and, uh, and get set up for doing interviews and talk about your sponsors, market yourself, and then talk about your, uh, your, your season to come. But uh, thanks a lot to uh, the Dirt Crown guys and the Dirt Town Crown promotion for uh, letting us come out and do this. It's a lot of fun, and, and only at the Racer Swap Meet do you get to watch. I, I don't even know what's going on there. What? Is that a baby in there? Anthony, what do you think that was? I don't know. It looked like a baby. It, it did, did. kind of look like a, it had a bit of a baby resemblance. I kind of wished he would have let, let the baby's head be out so the kid could breathe, but, you know, whatever. He raised one healthy son-ish. Maybe it was just one of them illegal <laughs> shocks like they checked you for at Eagle that one night. Oh, <laughs> that was an A-frame. A-frame. That was an A-frame. You know, whatever. <laughs> I remember that night. In the blanket. I remember that night. All right. Uh, big thanks to RK Inc. Uh, Ryan Comf. Incorporated? No, I think it's just ink. I, I think it right? stands for ink. Like I, I, uh, wraps are printed on vinyl yeah. and ink. I just hear Mama Trudy saying, Dan, think before you speak. Because oftentimes I don't. But uh, RK Inc., our good friend Ryan Kumpf, who uh, unfortunately not going to be in the announcer's booth much anymore because of becoming a father, but also because his rap business has taken off really well. So if you were looking to get your car wrapped, there is still time. Reach out to Ryan. He could do full design. Uh, he does fantastic work, and uh, he is a subsidiary uh, or an associate uh, friendly of Demon Decals where he started out. Demon Decals and Associates. Find Ryan at RK Inc. on Facebook. R-K-I-N-K. Yes, you. for once Thank you spelled you. something right. Joining us on the show now, the driver of the... Number 60 the 4th. How many years has it taken me to get that right, Anthony? A lot. A lot, yeah. Yes, it I has. think you mentioned it to me like five or six times in interviews because I go back and listen and I'm like, oh, yeah, he mentioned that before. And I still said 60 IV. IV, and you're like, yeah. no, no, no. It's, it's the 4th. I've, had, I've heard 60 IV, 601 V, <laughs> 64. <laughs> I've heard them all. I don't think there's more of a polarizing driver in our area than you. First off, you're pretty damn talented, so you win a lot. And you're a little outspoken, so it already pisses guys off that, that you beat them by a second and a half when they shouldn't be that far behind you. And then you're not shy about letting them know they, they suck, if they do. And, and especially if they're accusing you of cheating, you love to give it back to them a little bit. Which is every night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we were getting started here, we were just talking about that, uh, the A-frame. It's, when you win a championship and you pass tech inspection, you got to feel like the most legal car out there because they're looking over your car for everything. You've got every modified driver in the pits that's saying, that doesn't sound right, check this. That doesn't look right, check that on that car. And when they do it and it's legal, you get to walk away a little bit more proud. Absolutely. You know your stuff's legal, but now you get to prove to them. <laughs> Try again. Yep. Walk away with a laugh. 
it's always you and Adam Golian that are probably two of my favorite uh, champions interviews at the Eagle Raceway Banquet. I think one year you called your competitors a field full of bitches. Well, yeah, and crybabies. <laughs> crybabies, that was the word you used. <laughs> Apologies, Emphasize the crybabies. Right, 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 right. Um, but uh, let's talk about what's going on with you. I, obviously, you, you're not running weekly at I-80 Speedway for the last couple of years. You, you didn't run weekly at Eagle for the last couple of years. So, I don't know, you've been racing anywhere? You know, uh, I've, I've taken on the USRA. I did a little bit of USRA racing last year. Um, I'm actually looking at going back to full-time IMCA this year. And we got 45 weekly scheduled events with no rainouts. That's no uh, early specials or end of the year specials or specials in the middle of the year where, like, you got the Midwest Madness Tour. So we're going to have a full slate this year. Yeah. Uh, what tracks are you looking at running at? Uh, so we're going to run US 30 on Thursday nights, Beatrice Speedway on Friday nights. Saturdays undecided. And uh, we're going to go to Lexington on Sundays. Wow. Holy cow. Four nights a week. Yep, absolutely. And we just had a newborn. Damn, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so running full IMCA, uh, st sticking to the modified, I assume. Yep, sticking with the modified. Sticking with the yellow paint scheme. Okay. And uh, still going to be 60 the 4th. Yeah, good. 60 the 4th. You got that? I've, I've had it since day one. Thanks. I Correct. pay attention to stuff Correct like this. me the first night when he comes race at Eagle for uh, one of the season openers, and, and I say 60 IV, and you're like, Dan? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, uh, what was your 2022 season like? Where, where did you run and kind of hit things? Well, they won a championship, so it must have been all right. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did all right on Thursday nights. Uh, no, it was hit and miss. Uh, we didn't really have a set schedule in 2022. Uh, we did run Columbus full-time, and I ran Lexington full-time. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays were hit and miss. I had a couple weddings, including my, my brother. He got married, so I was the best man in that. Um, so, and then we did a little USRA race in down south. That's where my fiance's from, is Springfield, Missouri. Uh, she just moved up here, though. So, Good. That's why we're kind of getting away from the USRA stuff. We just won't be down there as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and you picked up the track championship at Columbus. One of the reasons why we have you on today, but you're always one of those top guys, top competitors in the field. So no surprise you were able to pick up a track championship. You said you kind of started off the year. Were you kind of looking at, at staying dedicated to Columbus and Lexington, or, or was that kind of one of those things that the championship just kind of kept you there? No, uh, we had it in the schedule uh, that we we're going to run Thursday and Sundays weekly because we could just with the events that were taking place throughout the year. And that was the goal was to win both them track championships. And uh, we, we got it done at Columbus and uh, we came up just shy at Lexington. Now you said your brother got married this year and he got married in the race season. Unfortunately, he had to get married in the race season due to the fact he's becoming a dentist. That, yeah. So uh, he had like a time frame of two weeks where he didn't have a class. So it was uh, allowed him to get married. Jeez. Oh, How much longer has he got till he's a full dentist? Three years. Wow. And then it'll be trans dentistry on the side of the car. Yeah. Is he going to get back <laughs> behind the wheel anytime soon? Um, here and there, uh, if, uh, I have my backup car put together and he's allowed to drive or time allows, he will get behind the wheel again. Yeah. I heard he was getting a sprint car. Yeah, one time I heard that rumor also. He did drive sprint car. He drove 360 for a couple years. Yeah. For another guy. Uh, he would love to get back behind the wheel of anything, I think. You he really like that? Race saver. Race saver. We'll have to see. A couple more years. Did he really like that sprint car stuff? He did. He, he enjoyed it a lot. 
He just wished he could race it more than what he did. Yeah. You He's should try it. It's, and not to talk too much about your brother, but, I mean, you're talking about most dentists. They're like stamp collectors and, uh, you know. Beanie they, babies. Yeah, they're kind of weird, boring people. He's a race car driver. Yeah, he's going to have to take extra insurance out on his hands because he's going to be getting them dirty on the weekends. <laughs> right, right. And, and in the mouse during the week. We're talking with Anthony Roth, uh, your track champion at uh, US 30 Speedway for 2022. Looking at running a little bit more north. Um, any kind of special races that uh, you're looking, you're, you've already got scheduled, uh, circled on the schedule for this year? Uh, the one that stands out um, that I can say off the top of my head is that May 19th uh, Boone Speedway they're going to bring the modifieds in that night no we're going to make sure we, we're there for that and uh, just just fun going back to the tracks that we used to race at and they they no longer have the modifieds there so yeah that'll be a fun night um, and then you know throughout the year there's going to be ones that pop up that aren't on the schedule yet and then we'll, we'll just try to attend those and it's just fun just fun racing how's the chassis business going it's going very well uh, it's going good we're busy uh plenty busy and um, along with that then I own my own business Elite Mobile Blasting and uh, so that's mobile sand blasting on the go and uh, we do anything from statues at Memorial Stadium to brick buildings to anything in between cars trucks and everything sand blasting to me has got to be one of those is it satisfying to you to watch the process it's very satisfying and it's called sand blasting but we don't even use sand yeah did we use recycled uh, glass media. What is it? The media Re blasting then? Well, media blast and soda blasting and then recycled glass. It's yeah. like crushed up glass. Very thin. Feels like you're at the beach yeah. because it's, it's like white, white sand. That's, but that's got to be, I mean, I, 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 small town guy, small town brain, but glass is a little sharp. How do you not go home with it embedded in your skin? It's so crushed up. It's so thin and fine. It's, yeah. it's literally like sand. It's yeah. just not. I always love watching like Facebook reels and TikToks of like time-lapse videos of somebody doing that. Like, I got to do that years ago when my dad uh, got irritated with me and he told me to go take the, uh, the grinder outside and clean up the propane tank. And he got rid of me for like three or four hours in the shop. But it's not as fun as watching a, a time-lapse video when you're actually sitting there doing it. But uh, it, uh, sandblasting is much quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that three to four hours could turn into 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. What, uh, what's been your favorite project? Like one of them that you just looked at and you're like, this is going to be fun. That would be the one at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. I got to do the six football statues outside the entrance. I, to, I got to like pull on the concrete where you walk and the sidewalks and I parked the truck and trailer in front of the stadium and got to work on them statues. Yeah. That would be cool. Do you surround the statues with any kind of... No, I still had people and tourists coming through, and I had to stop, put my machine away so they could take pictures <laughs> midway through cleaning these up. If you have I'll... Facebook, you can follow my Facebook page, and you can see all the projects we do on there. Yeah. And what is, what's the Facebook page? Elite Mobile Blasting. That makes sense. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, mobile Blasting. Uh, and I, the, the mobile is you come to, to them. So I, I so go to them. You're key for bigger projects that they wouldn't be able to take down. But do you also go to other locations, like just do like a bunch of like small stuff, go to somebody's shop, sandblast real quick, get stuff cleaned up so they don't have to ship it anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. I do a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of work for like charger chassis. I do all their uh, hobby stock, stock car frames. Uh, and, you know, 
if some people don't want me to come to their house, I do accept it to come to the shop as well. Yeah. And we can do it there. We're talking with Anthony Roth of Elite Mobile Blasting. Get yourself another follower right there. Awesome. I went and clicked ahead for you. Yeah, a lot of really cool work on there. Do we even uh, do walls? Wow. Yeah, that, that one uh, there. Yeah. I, I see her on uh, Facebook right now, and uh, we did one uh, here in Columbus, Nebraska. The old Gene Steffi Ford building, it was a uh, white painted over top of brick. We brought the original brick back. Wow. Love it. That looks nice. That is really cool. Big fantasy and history be restored wow. like that. Yeah, it, it's just awesome. And then uh, the people you get to meet in the different um, atmosphere and the, the different projects you get to see people working on is just unbelievable. How did you get into that? I've always wanted to own my own business. Um, I knew my dad was never going to retire. <laughs> and uh, as much as I want to, I would just want to own my own business. So I went on a limb and I, I want to do sandblasting, powder coating or something like that. And then this just came about. Yeah. So I got on the phone and, and called the company and ordered a machine. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Man, that's awesome. That takes a lot of uh, cojones, I believe, is what they call it. Yeah, it did. And yeah. uh, How'd your dad take it? He didn't know what to think. He's like, well, I'll support you, you know, in any way possible. Uh, it's just a big step yeah. because just you didn't know what to expect. Didn't yeah. know how much business you're going to get. And uh, we've been in business for a year now, and it's done very well. How has it uh, affected your racing career? That is another toll it took last year on me. I, I spent a lot of time getting my business started and going, and I didn't have proper time to work on my race cars. So it, in order for me to win that track championship at Columbus on Thursday nights, uh, it actually took a lot of late nights in the shop because I'd go blast till it got dark, which in the summer is 9, 10 o'clock it can be. Yeah. And then i go work on my race car till midnight, 1 o'clock every night. And then you got to be up in the morning and go back to blasting. Uh, actually, I had a full-time job. I'm a mechanical engineer Yeah. during Jesus. the day. Good land. So Busy guy. It's nonstop. How'd you find time to have a baby and, and get engaged? It only took 30 seconds. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's it. I mean. <laughs> and then what was nine, quick? And, no, and I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get done and think, I think I could run a faster lap time next time? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff right there. Oh, uh, that might have to get cut out. Oh, you know, it's a podcast. Who cares? Uh, all right. Let's get talking with Anthony Roth. Um, you look at the stuff like the guys at the Nebraska Dirt Crown are doing with the stock cars and, and getting into the hobby stocks. The things that they're doing that are helping to grow those classes. A, are you interested in getting a stock car and competing at that area? Or B, would you be interested in somebody creating a modified division around here that would do the same thing? that they're doing with the stock cars? Both. Yeah. I, I'd have to say both. So people keep asking me if I'm ever going to get in a stock car. I would love to get in a stock car if I could have more help in the shop. Yeah. I don't have any crew guys. I do when they get to the track, but otherwise it's myself, and then my dad gets to help me about half a night, one night out of the week because he's yeah. busy with his stuff. Uh, I just don't physically have the manpower and the time to put a stock car together and run it. Um, but then the mod deal, if they, did, if they created a modified series like that, I would definitely support it. There, there needs to be something like that because I think if there's anything that the SLMR series, uh, the Race Saver Sprint series, the Stock Car Crown Summer series, it's that if you put a series together that pays well and has a good set of rules, you're going to get a turnout. You will get a turnout. 
you know, the first couple nights might be rough because people are just leery about it, not sure what to expect. But as it goes on, you look at that. Look at what the Dirt Crown and the Stock Cards has done, where, yeah. where it's gotten now in the SLMR series, like you mentioned. You know, let's, let's get something for the Modifieds. You know, unfortunately, the Modifieds are starting to fizzle out a little bit. Let's get them back in, and let's get more Modifieds back around the area. Is that something you'd ever consider doing, at running a series like that? I wouldn't be Not a, necessarily driving it, but actually running it like a... I wouldn't be like opposed to being part of it and, yeah. and doing something like that, you know, because I feel like I'm a pretty good businessman, and uh, I don't know the ins and outs of everything about it, but I, I'll step up and do what it takes to make it work. Yeah. All right, James, there you go. Start the series. Anthony, help you run it. I can barely start my own car. <laughs> <laughs> and you, could, you could start it just fine. Driving gets the issue. Oh, no, I do all right and, with that, too. And not getting run over in the rain. <laughs> yeah, always watch for speeding Jimmy John's drivers. <laughs> oh, man. It was I great. There, there's nothing like getting your driver's license for the first time in your life and then getting creamed three weeks into it. Yeah. By Jimmy John's? Yep. By, well, by freaky fast. Yeah, a little too freaky fast. <laughs> you were on his level. <laughs> at least, I mean, at least I wasn't at fault for my own accident because, I mean, I'd have never lived that down. Yeah. Enough people thought it was coming? a bad idea for me to drive anyway. Did you see him coming, though? Yeah. Yeah, just couldn't I, avoid I knew yeah. it was coming. I did the same race car thing. I was like, brake pedal, one hand light on the wheel, the other one away, just in case the wheel jerks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was prepared for it. I've You're eaten a couple set. walls in my day. Uh, biggest win in 2022 for you, Anthony? Oh, man. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me this question. I don't know the answer to it. it may, there may not be one. My biggest I mean, obviously win was there's, the insurance uh, check. Of all of your wins, that might be a big one. But, uh, you know, I was, was going to say one, I can't really pinpoint one down. I'd say uh, winning the three nights at Columbus, you know, because we have a limited schedule at Columbus uh, because yeah. we interact with the late models. I won three out of the eight nights we had there. Wow. With them so, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because being the home track and just in Columbus. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talking with Anthony Roth, uh, driver of the 60, the fourth, uh, modified throughout the area. Other than holding you back, would you, you talked about the reason why you, you haven't gotten a stock car is you just don't have the help. You got a couple of people. Would you consider moving out of the modified and going into the stock car full time and, and focusing on that and maybe having a little bit more fun? Or is the modified still where it's at for you? Actually, I'd go the next step forward. I'd go to late model. Would you? I want a late model. Uh, my dad, grandpa, grew up, you know, racing late models. I grew up with my dad as a little kid. That's all I knew was late models, late yeah. models. So that, that's my ultimate goal someday is to get in a late model. You're not a sprint car guy? No. My brother offered to let me drive that car, and I, I passed it up. I should have at least went and hot lapped it, and I yeah. didn't. It's kind of funny to me because th there really is a fork in the road right there where – you know, you start off in a typical situation. You start on with a sport compact or a hobby stock. Maybe you move up into the next one. But then it forks from there. It's either either late model or sprint car. There's, there's not a lot of guys that are interested in doing both. Right. Nope. And uh, I just don't have no interest in a sprint car, honestly. And I mean, they're fine to watch. If I'm racing on the track they're at, yeah, that's fine. But I just don't have an interest. Yeah. All right. Uh, make sure to thank some of those great sponsors that uh, help you out on the, uh, on the operation. Man, first and foremost, I just got to thank my family. Uh, you know, without them back in the support of my racing career and just pushing me to be better each and every week, I couldn't do it without my dad and mom and brother, sister, my fiance, and now our new baby, Atlas, and uh, just our crew and, and uh, 
the people at the shop that you know build us a safe race car and and uh, Kenny and and Dana. And then you know I got the sponsors. You got Razor Chassis and the uh, Chevrolet Classic Wheels, Roth Racing Performance, Elite Mobile Blasting, Afco, Schoenfield Headers, um, Weir's Machine and Product, and then a couple of local people. You know you got Total Eclipse Salon, Suba Construction, um, CNC Repair, and then uh, the Mud Plug guys, Noonan Industries. Got to thank them. Um, them guys came on board one night because. Uh, we were at Beatrice, and I was running fifth, going through the field pretty good, and uh, broke a mud plug going for the lead, <laughs> packed the right rear full of mud, and we vibrated to the finish, ended up not winning, and uh, made a post on Facebook, and them guys reached out to us, and it was awesome, and so they've been on board since. Cool. That's awesome. So thanks to the Noonan guys. Uh, they build one hell of a mud plug. Yeah. yeah, everybody I know that's running those has been nothing but satisfied with them. I know uh, McLean Reed, he won't run anything but. And I won't either. Um, I love the green ones. I know nobody else likes green, but I love green. Yeah, well, green's not that lucky of a color, but you've, you've kind of turned that around. I have. Yellow and green, that's where it's at. Stand out. <laughs> uh, going to do the anybody old, else? Uh, cold trickle wrap this year? I don't know. I'm sticking with the yellow. I'm not sure what if I want to go cold trickle style or not. That yellow and green would look sharp with that 60 IV and that old 46 font. I know it would. Any other sponsors? No, I, I, I think I got them all, and it just, you know, without the help of everybody, you can't make it happen, yeah. and uh, it just takes a lot to race, and it takes a special person like Kayla, my fiance, to put up with me being in the shop day and night all the time, especially with how busy we are with all our companies and businesses. Yeah. She help out with the uh, blasting company? Yeah, she does a lot of the book work and financials part of it. Yeah. Good. She tells me what I can and can't spend. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> How did she put it the other day? What's mine is hers and hers is still hers. And right. So right. That's how it goes. Yep. Sounds about right. We've been talking with Anthony Roth. Uh, man, good luck in 2023. Hope to see you at one of my racetracks. Thanks, guys. I sh I'll see you there. All right. Looking forward to it. That's going to do it for us today. Do you want to sign us off, James? Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, right. For Dan Taylor, I'm James Rowland, and this has been The Front Stretch, brought to you by RK Inc., Quaker Steak and Lube, and Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Carding. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around the professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.